action. You are listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. My name is Dave Anthony. Good. Better. Each week, I read a story from American history to... Get there. Can we get a prompter in here? My friend. He's an idiot. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Hey, everybody. Ow, ow. That's how you do it, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this episode like we're a morning radio show. <laughs> yeah, you know which one I am. <laughs> ow, ow. We'll be down at the amphitheater this Friday night. Friday night, two for what hot dogs. It's amazing that after all these years, morning radio has not changed. Yeah. It's still Moon Cow yeah. and Moon Cow. Moon cow. Man yeah, cow. Moon, no, Moon Cow. <laughs> he's the night guy. Man Cow's the AM guy. And then they bring daytime, in Moon Cow. Yeah, he's a morning shift, but Moon Cow's the late night shift. Yep. He gets the, uh, you know, late commute all the way through midnight. Yeah, he gets the, it's mainly for truckers. He's moon a cow. Trucker, Moon Cow, uh, and then Day Cow. Day Cow. Who handles the daytime shift. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, We're the cow radio, the only radio full of cows. Everybody here who works here has technically a cow. We got night cow, midnight cow, <laughs> midnight cow, drive time cow, lunch cow. We got dinner cow tonight. Hope everyone's ready for some cow chow. Was drive time, dinner time, cow chow, travel. <laughs> I'm just going to have you keep going until I put in the music. Uh, oh, no, that's a lot. I'm not sure. Brunch cow. That's right. Sundays, early, before lunch, after breakfast, we have brunch cow. Brunch cow. Holy shit. Uh, how's it oh, going? Yeah, we got calf. <laughs> calf man. Calf man comes in from four to six. Give me that baby talk from a... Keep home. going. Keep going. Not a fully formed cow, but a cow nonetheless. It is calf man. I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave, okay. My name's Gary. My name's Gary. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy. On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo. No sleep tell hippo. Uh, action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> All right. All right, David. We're out of cow stuff. And we should mention we have uh, one of my best friends, Luke Simmons, sitting in for this episode. Wait, what? Uh, oh, Hi. sorry. You should have known that. You were talking I didn't give permission. You actually suggested it. I did I not. Luke I, was said, in town I said and he can said, come as long as he's not on the Luke, show. a very talented writer, comedian in his this own right. This is Luke. Yeah, you've met him a bunch. Yeah, I did. He actually <laughs> sat on stage once for a show. I don't think that's true. Uh, dressed like Conor McGregor, and he didn't even have a microphone. We just had him sit in a chair. No, that was the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones guy. I thought that was just my seat. Yeah, no. Yeah, that he had was, a nice seat. That's all. No. Yeah. <laughs> he had the probably the best seat. That would be. We should do that for one show. Yeah. Just put a chair on stage and, and have, have like the usher be like right here. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> right here, right here. So just about ten feet away from where they'll. It's be a sitting. great view. It's kind of stressful because they notice you fidgeting. <laughs> Don't go to the bathroom. It's weird for everyone. <laughs> oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth. You know from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army. To join me for, I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th. 
Bristol September 22nd and Cardiff September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it let's see you there hey there people listening to the dollop uh this is gareth yes the same guy i listen i have a new podcast called we're here to help that i'm doing with my friend jake johnson it's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't but we try to help people with problems that are important to them you can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts and it is out right now so go listen to we're here to help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Are you scared? Yes. Long time, first time. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. On Cow Radio! No. Always dealing with cow Morning drive time. <laughs> August 1st, 1886, year of our Lord, Jesus Cristo. Okay. Evelyn Walsh McLean was born in Leadville, Colorado. Great. That's where the lead is. Great. Guess. You guys know that. Yeah. Now we've just moved it to Flint. Mm. So. Her parent, that's not. You're right. It's wrong. It's cleaned up. It's right. Well, that's not true, but it's wrong to talk it's about. It's cleaned up. We're trying to ignore it. If we don't talk about it, it's fine. There's a guy outside Flint with a megaphone who's like, we're trying to ignore it. Let it be. Her parents were Thomas Walsh and uh, Carrie Bell Reed. Uh, his mom was a school teacher. Dad was a carpenter. Uh, she had one younger brother, Vincent, V-I-N-S-O-N, which We can't me- afford the tea. We pulled our money together. We're a T-shirt of Vincent. But what are we going to do? He's Vincent. It would still be an E. He's Vincent. It was, isn't there a C in Vincent, too? Yeah. Sometimes the when they're I making the baby crib, they N- just pick based on what numbers are, or letters are available. Sure. Them. Then they, yeah. it's like Scrabble. Yeah. His son's named Barry. Oh, God. With a, one R and a, a J that we cut off the bottom of, so it looks like an I. Fuck. I mean, his real name's Barge. It's what? Dutch spelling. It's B A R J, but we tried to make the J look like an I for Barry. What was your? What is the boy's name? I prefer Barge. I gotta be honest. Ah, too late. We already. I mean, you just tell people it's Barge. That's okay. fine. So we're done. Yeah, that'll be a thousand dollars. What? That's a thousand dollars. Why am I paying for that? Because we got you your goddamn crib here in within the month. What? Within the month that you wanted it for, we got it here. I think I live in the worst country. Where's little Barge? <laughs> A little scamp. Well, his name's Barry, because you guys... Mm. Split the baby, call it Bergy. Bergy. Looking for that money still. Uh, So the family moved around. Uh, They're going from mining town to mining town, because Thomas is trying to strike a rich prospecting gold, right? right? In Leadsville. And he's a carpenter? He should have gone to Goldsville. He's a carpenter who wants to start mining? Uh, well, he is mining, but he does he does carpentry, but then he mines. It's his uh, hustle, his side hustle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Honey, there's a place called Goldville over that mountain. We'll stay in Leadville and look for gold, baby. Leadville's it. Leadville's where it's going to be. Oh, look how rusty this is. Look, there's Money Town. Keep your eyes focused on Leadville. 
When Evelyn was 10, Thomas came into her room and said, quote, daughter, I've struck it rich. Mm. He had. Oh. Uh, he had found a mine in Colorado that became one of the richest mines ever discovered. Wow. Okay. So now they're loaded. And they moved to Washington. Barry, your new crib's here. <laughs> Can I get it by a new name? Uh, well, listen, Marge. Also, I'm 14. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been a while. But Dad struck it rich. We can afford whatever name you want now. Marge. We're leaving Leadsville for Lodesville. <laughs> <laughs> right? So uh, they, wa- Washington, for some reason, is where all the rich people are moving at this point. And they're just sure. like, let's all move to Washington. Columnist uh, Sarah Booth Conroy, quote, it was a big thing then to come to Washington and become part of the national scene. And that's when all these big houses were built. It was considered the thing to do to come here to go to parties, maybe three parties in one night. Okay. Cool. So he, he plunks out a million dollars for a 60-bedroom house Jesus. on Massachusetts Avenue. Now, back Holy then, that's just... Shit. That's like one of those $70 million houses now or whatever. Well, 60 bedrooms. Oh, you got to have a bedroom for every... <laughs> what? Shoe? What's the? I mean, really? At what point Shirt? are you like? I don't know. Like, I don't have sixty friends. But you know what's great about uh, having sixty rooms is you can go to a different room and be like, God, this is cool. I've been here. I've in never a been a year here. and a half. I've never been in this room. Now, do you live here? Yeah, I do. Yes. Oh, I'm Rumpelstiltskin. Hello. Hello. Did you come with the house? No, I just have been living here for a few years. Okay. I had a horrible situation with an evil woman who. Took a baby from me. Okay. Well, there's a door uh, lock on the outside, so I'm going to lock you in. And just, okay. Let's just let you die, and then I'll come back here. It'll be a new surprise in like six months. No, well, be good to feed me, but all right. Take I care. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. We don't have a kitchen. We only have 60 rooms, no kitchen. That's bad moves. Yeah. It was not smart. All right. No bathroom either. Uh, I have some bottoms? Nope. All right. So, uh... So, yeah, a million dollars. So they, they ate off gold plates. Oh, good lord. Because <laughs> they're just He's like assholes. Yeah. <laughs> just. We've got so much. Who wants gold gravy? Have, let's be a crazy <laughs> stereotype. Eat your plates, everybody. Uh, so Evelyn grows up just accustomed to being rich. And one day she told her dad that walking to school was, quote, trying for my dignity. <laughs> so hard. Yeah. So hard. So he bought her a blue carriage and two matching horses with a coachman in silk uh, hat, hat and gloves. Good, good. So, And how old is she? Uh, she's like 10 around somewhere. Okay. Yeah. So she already felt that walking was undignified for her yes. at 10. She's or 12. Wrong. She might be around 12. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, she's not wrong. No, yeah. she's not. It's terrible. She's right. Yeah. Uh, he encouraged her to just spend like crazy on clothes. So she's wearing the latest stuff from Paris. Sure. She changed her wardrobe and hairdo. Is it like a Brewster's Million situation? Does he have like a certain amount of time to spend this money? He's the richest guy in Washington, D.C. So he's just like, fuck it. I mean, whatever the mine, the gold mine he found was like fucking crazy. <laughs> okay. So, um, and how often did that? That was rare. I, yeah, that didn't happen. Okay. Mostly it was you getting killed by another guy over a hole in the ground. Better. Um, so my she, dick goes in that, Ted. <laughs> what? That's my dick hole. That's my mind. Uh, I've been fucking it. Well, I've been looking for gold. Oh, well, it's probably going to be hard to find. I've been really banging that hole. It's really big. Yep, yep. A I'm, man can walk in there. Well. <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a prospect who's been watching, can I suggest a menage a trois? Where he fucks <laughs> it, you work it, and I watch. Because well, I like to. what I see. I mean, I'm I'm I the creep here, and I'm creeped out by this yeah, guy. Yeah, that guy's fucked up. Really weird. 
Not a bad idea. <laughs> I don't have I don't a problem hate the with pitch. it. It grows on you. I don't hate the pitch. All right. Well, I'm, I, do I do this with my clothes on them? Um, uh, dealer's choice, but no. Okay, I'm taking <laughs> off the clothes and I'm going to mine this mine. All right. Now chain him up. Let's take his money. Oh, no. You sit. God, I wouldn't been wanting to be chained up for years. So, okay. So she would change her water and hairdo for each day of the week. Oh, my God. She drank cream de menthe out of her dad's liquor cabinets. Oh, she blew her allowance, allowance on ermine tails, which are like mink tails. Okay. And drove her governesses to quit. Oh, my Lord. In her carriage. In her carriage. <laughs> Out. Her parents sent her to Europe to study French and art, but she spent her time buying clothes and escaping chaperones to travel around. She's Europe. just twelve, thirteen. Yeah, she's 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 like fourteen, probably this okay. one, maybe fifteen. Okay, she's right. Um, she once bribed her parents into buying her Mercedes by telling them she was in love with a very unpleasant Italian prince. Well, who hasn't done that? Yeah, I did. That's that. just the teen years. That's how I got my VW Jetta. <laughs> I told my mother, I go, hey, well, I don't have to tell you. I'm in love with a prince in Italy, so I think probably going to go pretty good for us, unless, yeah. of course, I have something to get me around brown near. Jetta! <laughs> Would you trade Giuseppe for a Jetta? <laughs> I mean, he's everything, mother. I don't know. He's a spicy meatball. <laughs> uh, so. When she came back from Europe, she had a crazy new hairdo. Uh, Conroy quote, quote, it was so complicated she couldn't wash her hair because nobody could put it back together. What? And her father hated it, and all the girls at school made fun of her, and the headmistress said, you just can't do that. Her father asked, well, what would it take you... What? what would it take How to make crazy you can a hairstyle be? <laughs> what would it take to make you put your hair back like everybody else? And Evelyn said, jewelry. Wow. So she's learning the game of leverage very early and well. Just fuck up your hair. But how does a hairstyle get so complicated that you can't wash it? I'm picturing flock of seagulls. Uh Uh-huh. I'm picturing, like, multiple, like, braids going into a beehive. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is around that time, so she could have had birds in there or whatever. Like a working windmill on top. A windmill, yeah. Yeah, it's just the whole whole (laughs) farm, really. Just a fully functioning (laughs) farm on her head. Meh. Uh-oh, the goats are fighting. <laughs> so he bought a very expensive necklace to get rid of the hairdo. Now, she loved jewelry. If she didn't have jewelry on, she sent that. She said that meant she wasn't feeling well and the family should call a doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn. What's wrong? You don't have any rings on. Uh, oh, my God. How long has she been like this? God a, damn it. A day, I guess. <laughs> she needs mouth to mouth. What a terrible, terrible, just talking about raising that kid wrong. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I, I would imagine that even if you, yeah, like you want to spoil, I mean, I understand being like, yeah, I'm going to spoil my child, but it's like, I mean, you're making a real dick. But he, it's not, but like the people who just go out to strike it rich and do. Yeah. Like they, they don't, don't they, it's yeah. not like they built up something and slowly, they literally just right. walked and found a hole. I know, like, but I, I have money. I still would be like, you can have some of it, but I wouldn't just be like, you need a carriage. I'm going to say, as somebody who's watched a lot of my super sweet 16 episodes, uh-huh. it usually turns out pretty well. That's true. <laughs> Everyone is happy. They are the grounded outcome. eventually. They do ground themselves eventually. You need to find the limits. Yeah. Sure. You can know. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Evelyn quote, it's only when the thing I buy creates a show for those around me that I get all my money's worth. I cannot remember when I did not hunger for thrills. That is key to all my recklessness. I hate boredom most. 
I, that's amazing too. To, like that's not that that is one of the things that happens when you're rich is yes. that you talk about regular person problems and pretend that solving them in your life is unique to you. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're just like personally, I just don't like to get depressed. So I have all this like, yeah, no, we all don't like to get depressed. We all just don't afford helicopters. Like, so I think the helicopter I'm just kind of feel like I personally hate it when I'm down. Like I cannot handle sadness. You know, I'm like, yep, we all we all feel that way. Yeah, and they also, they can't, they they get no feeling from normal things. Right, right. And so yeah. they have to do, cra- I mean, that's why well, the Epstein thing happened, because they just, they can't, like, after all, normal sex. Is I, like, I, well, I, I bought sorry, everything. Sorry, allegedly, 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 we want to cover allegedly, our bases. My bad. Allegedly, sorry, Aaron, I know Lord. that upsets you. We don't want to besmirch the good name of Jeffrey Epstein on our show. <laughs> so... Uh, authors Dan and Leslie Landrigan said Evelyn was, quote, feisty, reckless, kind-hearted, impetuous, a gambler, and a show-off. Did, like, kind-hearted accidentally get put in there? It no, feels a little she was, like, she did have a side of her that was nice. Right. When they hunted the poor from helicopters, it was with tranquilizers. <laughs> She'd pet them, tag them, and release them. Thank you. He's one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> get in my hairdo. Uh, so her brother Vincent was the same. In 1905, he crashed his Mercedes with Evelyn in the car, and he died, and she was seriously injured. The doctors ended up giving her morphine. Get during- jewelry. Get jewelry in an <laughs> IV bag now. Hurry. Move. Move. They ended up giving her morphine during her recovery, Uh-oh. and she became addicted. Oh, dear. But they did wean her off. Okay. Um, they took it away. She got clean. Now, as far as men, Evelyn had a guy that be- he'd been pursuing her for years. Ned McLean. They met in a dance class when she was 11 and he was eight. Okay, sure. And he was instantly in love. Interesting. So he's one of those kids. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah. A little too much. Yeah. Where's the suit? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when he became a young man, he started proposing <laughs> at least a dozen, dozen times. They were engaged at least six times. Wow. On and off, you know, <laughs> she would break it off because he's a huge drunk. Okay, and Ned. I'm still picturing like eight and nine year olds. So no, they're at some older. He's getting older. Yeah. Okay, Evelyn, yeah. right. you're 14. I'm 11. It's time we settle down. <laughs> I want to quit drinking, baby. I'm almost 10. It doesn't even suit me anymore. Uh, Ned would drink so much that sometimes he made a sling out of a handkerchief to keep his hand steady for his glass. Oh my <laughs> god! At 21. When, what year were tables invented? He's. <laughs> Feels like table does the job of the There's split. There's nowhere to put this thing. As you're surrounded by tables, Ned. Just look left or right. There's you, a bar. You're at a bar. <laughs> uh, Get me my coaster sling. <laughs> Ned, Ned. I'll need another sling for my cocktail peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got eight slings. Ned was um, Ned was good looking. He was shy. Uh, his grandfather became rich as a boilermaker and steamboat builder. Okay. And then uh, Ned's father, uh, with another rich guy, kind of sucked Cincinnati dry through kickbacks and shakes down and corruptions. Like, they, he just, they just took over the town. And then, okay, great. They like, just... what happened, like, what's happening with America? Right, right. But, but that's it. Yeah, I like that we've <laughs> built it to a bigger version. Yes. And then when the city was in such bad shape that riots broke out, he left for D.C. I don't like like this town. These people are real jerk-offs about money, to be honest. 
Uh, there he amassed a larger fortune going into utilities and banking. He founded DC's trolley system. He owned the Cincinnati Inquirer and the Washington Post, part of the Jeez. Cincinnati Red Stocking. So he's everything. Fucking and this is Ned's father. Ned's father. So these two the two richest people in Exactly. They so are. they are just rich yes. as shit and they have a connection, which yes. is that we don't like to be touched by pores. And that's right. <laughs> Uh, Ned's mother was the daughter of Edward F. Uh, Beale, a very famous guy, a military hero, explorer, a diplomat, friend of Ulysses Grant. So they're, it's just right, all right, there. Right. And that pedigree was something Evelyn liked, right? Military right. heroes. You sure. Know. Yeah. So Ned also obviously raised a spoiled rich kid, which is probably why he and Evelyn got along so well. Right. Um, they were children of DC's two richest families, high society kids, and inseparable. It's, it's funny if, like, if you're his dad to like find out that your son is double slinging it at bars. He's getting so hammered. <laughs> <laughs> I really tried to raise him properly. Where is he doing? He has slings for his drunk hands. He's an inventor. Yeah, <laughs> we call him Puppet Man. Uh, Ned's uh, Ned. He apprenticed as a cub reporter at the Post. As a cub reporter? Like, so, like a brand new reporter. Okay, sure. <laughs> Obviously. When they're hustling, you know, they're like hustling right. to get stories. Okay. He would drive to assignments in his huge, expensive Packard Roadster, which, like, the weekly salary, uh, the weekly upkeep was, like, more than a reporter's I've seen yearly this, salary. I've seen this on set before a little bit where it'll be, like, someone has, like, a you know, father or something in the, so there's yeah. a very successful person's child is like a PA and you're yeah. like this, I mean, let yeah. this person. They man. came in their beam. It's just it's nicer to everything than me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I got most of your coffees, but I spilled yours in my Lambo. <laughs> so I could get, just get some money for that. Yeah. So, uh, he, uh, he was big in the DC nightlife. Obviously he's a boozer. Sure. Uh, he's a dashing bachelor at the time. Okay. He's know. a dashler. Evelyn finally agreed to marry Ned when wow. he promised he would quit drinking. Uh-huh. That's fine. And this always works. It does, it's never not What is the way to do it? That's the number one way to get Absolutely. sober. Absolutely. Yeah. It's I like a crash diet, but we, for love. We yeah. haven't discussed any timeline, so that's a good move. Yeah, right. That's right. right. That's right. Yes, I'll get sober for a day. At a, at a point in the future. <laughs> Uh, she wants a big society wedding. Ned's mom wants Ned to Ned wants it. to wait a few months and <laughs> years. Mountain, his mom wants to have it in, in Bar Harbor up in Maine. But Ned talks Evelyn into eloping. Okay. Wow. And they they go to Colorado and they get married on July twenty second, nineteen oh eight. She's twenty two, he's nineteen. Okay. Society pages gushed over the new couple and their I just can't, I it's amazing to me how it <laughs> How we still do this, how we still, like, mm-hmm. elevate. Never changed. You know, and and celebrate yeah. the level of affluence that these people have. Yeah. Like, oh, imagine, ah, they're getting together. <laughs> Just like, what the fuck? We should be like, like, we should have pitchforks most of our days. Yes. To prod them closer to each other. Yeah, right. to push them closer, right. get them in a pen so they mate, <laughs> they get two. together and mate. <laughs> yeah, it's, yes. yeah, it's just like snow panthers. There you go. There we go. He's in her. He's in her, everybody. These are the only two surviving rich in Leadsville. <laughs> it's our last two Kardashians. We're trying to get them to mate. <laughs> so they get married, and then their dads give Fine. them give okay. them each a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. So two hundred thousand okay. dollars to use on a three month European and Middle Eastern honeymoon. Oh my god. That's six point five million dollars. Oh so my they god. they got s- the equivalent this of six point five million to take a three month vacation. 
Six million dollar trip. Can you imagine yeah. trying to spend six no. million dollars in that amount of no. time? I'd be, I'd be very hard. <laughs> yes. I guess. Can we just buy the boat and then we'll give it back later? <laughs> we really are. We have too much. Just crash the boat into the shore and yeah. we'll just walk off. Uh, yeah. yeah. We'll build a new one. All boats ready. you crash and we step off. Every right day when it's you crashing. buy a new boat. Yes. Every day you're like, all right, we'll take this boat. So they went in in a packer. Can I shoot you and kill you <laughs> for this much money? Okay. <laughs> oh, great. Take it. They had uh, a Mercedes, and uh, they had a camel caravan for part of it. Evelyn, quote, one day in Leipzig, we lost patience with the fact that we only had one Mercedes and went overnight to Paris and bought an extra one. We just didn't have enough Mercedes. You understand? How are you going to get by with one Mercedes? We looked ridiculous. How can we drive over all the poor people? Uh, and we damaged it very badly when we hit the camel. <laughs> <laughs> but still, they managed to blow through all the money. Wow. And when they arrived in Paris at the end of the trip, no. they didn't have enough money what? to pay the hotel bill. What? Evelyn, quote, so I cabled my father, and he sent me fresh credit and his love. Then I went to Cartier's. Uh, that is the way I always get in trouble when I have some money in my hands. They were lovely, and of course, they knew me and Dad, and, and, then, and I bought diamonds. And and then, then. It's like an Instagram story. She bought the Star of East Diamond, one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Uh huh. Sure. And then Dad, she we're s- broke again. <laughs> and Dad, will you cable more money? I want to buy the West Star. <laughs> Bad news, the credit is stale. I'll need some fresh, please. Love you. <laughs> she smuggled the diamond through customs to avoid paying taxes. Wow. I, I love that everyone hates taxes. <laughs> just, and they just got the, rich people. How are the rich allowed to hate? It's they like, just are. It's, what our, it's our country set up. You, they don't have to pay taxes. That's the whole thing of it. It's amazing. And then we pay taxes, and then they get tax yes, cuts. Yes, we essentially stealing our money. Yes, yes. yes it, is, it is stealing our money. Yes. Uh, the diamond is so large that guests at her house called it the carafe stopper. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that all, it just also shows you how it's like, you know, <laughs> you'll stop using your carafe. <laughs> it's that remarkable. <laughs> I think it just fills up the top of the neck of the bottle. Like, yeah. It's like I'm yes. imagining that baseball diamond from the Muppet yeah. movie. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that's, I think that's what we're all thinking about. Yeah, we're all thinking of the diamond from the Muppet movie, no doubt. (laughs) That one. Now, Ned was made the Washington Post business manager, even though he's pretty clueless. Right. And who better to have, like, tell you how to succeed in business than a guy who's been given everything? Yes. Yeah. That's right. Here's what I did. I took a ton of my dad's money and just played around with it. (laughs) Do that. Okay. (laughs) Look at it. We're fucked. Um, Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Here's how to take a $6 million jaunt. (laughs) The mistake a lot of people make is paying taxes on the $120,000 diamond you have when you could just shove it inside the dead camel you hit with the third Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> so his father gave him $1,000 a month allowance, 30000 a day, right? So that's a lot of fucking it, yeah, money. Yes, and also at some point, a no more allowance, I would say. But he always ran out. Daddy, I need more pocket money. <laughs> he always ran out so that he would go to Evelyn's dad and borrow money. Can I have a pocket money from you? Yes, he'd get like seven, ten k from him. I would hate to do stuff for it. May I have more to use for things I love? 
Why don't more people do this? I just wrote a column about it in the paper, and everyone was very upset. Ask Dad. When you need money, ask Papa. <laughs> in December 1909, uh, the McLeans had a son, and they named him Vincent. Okay. Same fucking spelling, which is yeah. not how you spell Annoying. it. They could afford the T. It's not even a name. I yeah. can't. No, it's not. He was dubbed by the press and everybody else, quote, the $100 million baby due to his future financial prospects. <sighs> what a, a horrible life for a baby. Uh, and he had a reserve price that you could purchase him for $100 million. That's right. Yeah, you can, you but yeah, yeah, If you have it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this freaked out the McLeans who were worried about kidnapping. Right. Because kidnapping was a thing at yeah, this time. Yeah, no. I mean, that's what the papers are doing. They're like, the most kidnappable baby. <laughs> right here. Here's a picture of him, and this is his home address. Boy, anyone should take this thing. They'll make a killing. So he was pampered. He was very guarded. He had nur- nurses. He had servants. He would get tutors. He had guards. He slept in a golden crib, which was a gift from King Lo- Leopold of Belgium, who he might just, be the worst human being ever. Guy. ever a good guy. Lived. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, you can't. Uh, this child will be an asshole. I mean, yeah, you are. Oh. You are without a doubt. Yeah, he could, has no chance. That's I, what rich I, people he, should do. Is they should have a poor part of the house where you feel poor, and that's where you should raise your children. And at like seventeen, be like, "Hey, it's not bad." See, like, <laughs> and like oh, it was so hard. It's like now you have character. <laughs> now you can have some money. Or counterpoint, put him in a gold crib from Leopold and hang a mobile that's all severed hands and feet from <laughs> that's good too. the diamond mines that he ran to pay for the gold. Oh, that's wow. good too. Yeah. He's fucked up. <laughs> Don't blame me. I was raised in the rich part of the house. Oh, that's problematic. Yeah, that's that's fair. Room. All right. That makes sense. So uh, they moved into Friendship, which is an enormous we mansion. Are- <laughs> sure. Go ahead. Uh, built... Built for Ned's father and became known for constantly throwing lavish parties. Okay. So French, they had a lot Come of to friendship. <laughs> the Boston Globe, quote, there, oh, there one saw senators, judges, diplomats, cabinet members, generals, and admirals, famous personalities of every kind. So okay. they're the fucking place. It's right. the party. They're always throwing parties. Because so what, what else are they going to do? Right. There's no, that's nothing true. Else. That's true. When I've watched the Real Housewives show before, you know, been in relationships mm-hmm. watching the show. Sure, and sure, sure, maybe sure. a little bit. Yeah, on not my you own, on but your own. own. Never on yeah, my own, no. but maybe a little bit on my yeah, own. And sure. maybe it's maybe Once it's maybe, maybe, maybe I'm the one pushing to watch it when I'm in the relationship. Follow all the spinoffs. Maybe yeah, the whole yeah. Sure. The problem. What I'm trying to uh, the Georgia point I'm trying to make is a the New point York I'm City. trying to make is yeah, Orange County. The point I'm trying to make uh-huh. is is that if you watch any of these, and I don't really know what they are, but let's say you're watching Salt Lake City, or you're watching The Real Housewives of Miami, or even the classic Beverly Hills, or even Orange County. I mean, there's a lot to choose from. Not New York, okay? Honestly. Bethany, enough. (laughs) But when you're watching these shows, which, again, I uh, detest. um, It's just the worst of everything. All they do is have parties. Every episode is about someone throwing a party and the drum and they feel real world stress over the yeah. party. They just well, they're unable to have real problems. What's going on with the ice sculpture? Well, yeah, it's that sort of shit yeah. where they're just like, I can't believe she wore clogs. And like, <laughs> like they treat the littlest thing at a party like a dire thing, but it's all they can do is just take really extravagant and expensive trips and just have these fucking parties and stuff like that. And that is basically all you do. Yeah. Again, allegedly. I've not seen these programs, but um, the Google search tells you that. Sure. And now I see you're wearing clogs. Was this how you fell out? I just hate Lisa. (laughs) 
she's so special. At one year's Eve party, 40 cases of champagne were drunk before dinner. Uh-huh. They had 2,000 socialites at another party. After seeing their ballroom, because they had a ballroom in the mansion, uh-huh. Idaho Senator William Barra said, quote, this is what brings on revolutions. Yeah. And, oh, thank you. <laughs> this is what they guillotine folks for. Oh, stop. No, really. Your head should be on a pike. Oh, that's so... You are charming. <laughs> Evelyn's father also bought them a big single-style house named Briarcliff. It had originally been built for Montgomery Sears. Now, wow. they considered tearing it down and building something new, but instead uh, decided to put in a bowling alley, a ballroom, a nursery suite, and a wing for Evelyn's mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. A wing. Well, it's hard to know if you should tear it down or put in a bowling alley. Yeah, no, I know. We've all faced that quandary. Yeah. yeah. I only recently realized that everyone has to name boats, and now I'm getting that there's a level of house which also... Gets a good friendship. Name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Rich Cliff people name friendship. their houses. Yeah. Friendship. Uh, my house is named the asshole. Uh, the dirty asshole. Thomas. Thomas. Welcome to my home, the revolutionary balls. <laughs> <laughs> These Wait. guys are naming. Welcome to Castle de Anus. <laughs> I don't want. I'm not uh-huh. coming to your party. Well, Kai, let me show you the back door. That's what I want you to walk through. I don't it's got like curtains. this. Tight ones. No. Come on. So Briarcliff was burgled at one point, and the cops thought it might have been a plot to kidnap baby Vincent. Okay. Obviously, this is their greatest fear. For sure. Yeah. Maybe live in a smaller place. And he's already constantly being watched by armed guards. What a nice life. (laughs) What a nice life to be in your gold crib surrounded by gunned men. That's right. When Evelyn and Ned thought Vincent was lonely... They rented a child from some parents to be his you, friend. You there. <laughs> you. Stupid people. I'm sorry. Poor face. Uh, you there. Fine, you. Give us your child. We'd like to rent it to play with our son. No. Let your our, child go, please. He's our boy. We can't. We will be best friends with the best child on earth. He'll no. be fine. We'll give you a safety deposit in case we don't bring him back. Yes. <laughs> there's a chance we keep him. How much would that cost? The ink wet. my son. How much would it cost for you to be done with him forever? I can't put it. Our intentions are to bring him back. We're just asking if we forget no, or think he's firewood or something. What's what? the price? What is? Uh, do you speak English? No, uh, yes. no I do. Yes, do you? Five How million much? dollars. Five million? Yes. Great. No problem. There you are. People are fucking insane. What's this child's name? I don't know. He's not mine. We're gonna call him <laughs> Ace, and we don't even care who you are. Come on, Ace. Okay, so, God, rich people are out of their fucking minds. I mean, I'm also trying to picture like, how do you? Like, you know, you take, like, a regular kid to, like, a gold-cribbed house. It's not like a regular kid's going to be like, cool. Or just whichever parent gets the offer first, breaking it to the other. Honey, okay, I'm going to, it's going to sound crazy at first. What? But. Where's the child? Well, that's the thing. What would you say our child is worth? If you had to ball park it. Everything. Absolutely everything. I've got me everything. I've got most of that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what's happening. (laughs) I got almost everything for it. You know what I mean? It's a good deal. The yeah. longer you sit with Plus, it, the we get his clothes deal. still. They yep. weren't dicks about no, it. Yeah. They, they didn't like them. So, in 1910, they're in Paris. Sure, obviously. And jeweler Pierre Cartier. Cartier? I Cartier, yeah. Cartier. 
came to their hotel room to show them the Hope Diamond. Excuse me. I have something I think you might want to see. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. I love you too. Okay, that's enough. Yep. Okay. Thank you. I'm wet. Oh, God. Okay, I want to show you something, huh? Oh, you didn't tell me what company. Hello. Oh, oh that's my boss. In your ear. Okay, so, got good news for you, too, huh? Okay. All right, look, you didn't tell me you bought a kitten, huh? Hello. No, no, no. Where's the cat penis? I huh? just want to touch it quickly, huh? That's just a pillow. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. I don't really know what cats are. So, the diamond. You want to see it? Mm-hmm. Let me pull it out of this box. I love you so much. I fuck you in the car. Right there. Right here. The French scare me. It's a Cartier. Oh, no, I see. Yes. Yeah, nice. Uh, some blood's on that from my teeth, but other than that, <laughs> this diamond is ready to roll. <laughs> so the Hope Diamond is the most amazing gem in the world. Uh-huh. It's 47 carats. Wow. It's blue. And it's cursed. Okay, what? <laughs> this is a Tales from the Crypt? Yeah. So it is the largest diamond in the world. You can see it's blue, it's one of a kind. And it comes with a curse. <laughs> <laughs> At no extra charge. Uh-huh. Uh, so Cartier explains how the curse had affected previous owners. See that? <laughs> the truth here is a little, mm, but sure. this is what... This is what is believed. A gem merchant named uh, Tavernet stole it from the statue of the Hindu goddess Sita. At Uh 80, he was torn apart and eaten by wild dogs. Wow. (laughs) How long did he have between stealing and being? I don't know. I mean, it seems like a while. I don't think an 80 year old man steals it, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) Waited a long time. He was like, I'll tell you what, I don't think that there is such thing as a curse after all. Oh no, seven dogs. (laughs) Hey, hey, there. To me. <laughs> when Princess de Lambeau had it, she was beaten to death by a French mob. <laughs> Marie Antoinette owned it, and we know what happened there. Yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> Sultan Abdul Hamid bought it and then lost his throne, and his concubine who wore it died young. So everybody who has it is dying. And yeah. If someone came to my room and told me all this, I'd be like, I don't want this here. Oh, I wouldn't. I'd be like, how pretty it is. I would be like, sorry. <laughs> Worth it. No. <laughs> If I had it, every time I saw dogs, I'd be like, run, 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 dogs. Evelyn wasn't into it, but not because of the curse or the insane price. She didn't like the setting. Right. Sure. (laughs) Interesting. Let's let the rental child hold it. Yeah. (laughs) Where are my mom and dad? Don't worry about it. Hey, you're going to hold this pretty blue thing I had friends. Can we have it set in his skull, like Um, right at the top of his forehead? Oh, like a third eye. It'll be lovely. Who are we talking about? You. You. Oh. Yeah, we're going to put a diamond in your head. It'll be there forever. I don't. And you'll follow me around. Oh. Yeah. Well, I own you. Yeah, no, I remember. You told me. All right. Not much of a lie for... All right. That's a good one. Yeah. Sorry, Vincent. Your friend is getting reused as a diamond setting. Kill him. <laughs> Kill him in front of me. I want a new boy. So a few months later, Cartier came to D.C. and he reset the diamond. It's still cursed. And he let Evelyn keep it for a weekend. Okay, wow. It's like a, you know, yeah. Sure. 
She put it on her dresser, quote, for hours that Jules... That was a guy who worked for her, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, I would love to put uh, some clothes on you, but uh-huh. uh, all right, just put there it on my... There you go. Yes. Yeah, thank you. It might roll off if I move. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. Just stay right there. Right. If it rolls off, you die. Oh, interesting. Yes. <laughs> Great work. Uh, quote, for hours that Jules stared at me. At some point during the night, I began to want the thing. So Ned agrees to buy it's the Hope problem. Diamond. They have problems. <laughs> yes. He agrees to buy the Hope Diamond for 154000 Wow. Evelyn didn't think the Hope Diamond would bring her bad luck, although she was a little bit concerned, but she didn't believe in it. Okay. But she's like, meh. Right. So they included a buyback option. If they thought the diamond was bringing them misery, then they could return it. That's how it works. Like, yeah. we're done. Can I get like a, a curse, a curse buyback? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> How much to re-cur- reverse curse? <laughs> What's that fee? Uh, so there's just a small restocking fee of 10000 but to get all your money back. Great. I just want to get rid of the curse. Yeah, it might not be gone. Right. We don't know if you Maybe give it up. It. Uh, if, uh, if you give it up, the curse might still be there. Um, I don't. Do you have dogs? Uh, no, by design. They, a lot of them follow me, though. Mm-hmm. And there's mobs walking around from time yeah, to time. Yeah, yeah. So you're probably going to die. Mm-hmm. But let's do this. Great. I'm not even sure we landed on I don't either. doing it. I so just yeah. know you're probably dead. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Good talk, though. Yeah, good, I guess, on your end. I'm still a little, like, closure's not there for yeah. me. I'm uh, looking for... But, oh, um, how about oh this? God. Can I can I broker something here? Yeah. Sure. We'll throw in a pack of dogs. Uh, pack no, of dogs. There's a bunch of dogs outside. Oh my god, actually. we have a we have a whole pack of dogs. Oh Rottweilers. God. Oh god, haven't no. eaten in a week. Oh no. That's, yeah, it's gonna be fine. Feels more by design than curse. I'm gonna paint you to look like a ham. I don't think that's fair. It's what it is. Get the ham paint. <laughs> So, uh, right, so they can return it whenever they want. Evelyn didn't believe in the curse, but she's cautious. Like I said, quote, I must confess, I know better, and yet knowing better, I believe. By that I mean I never let my friends or child touch it. (laughs) That feels like what a rich person would do anyway. That feels like a good scapegoat to get people to not get their fingerprints all over it. Right? Yeah. It's such a weird... Yeah, because it's not the rich person move to be like, if anyone's cursed, it's me. Right. Like that's just like what a selfish right. person. I bet you there's no curse. She made this all up just so people wouldn't get their fingerprints. No, no, yeah. Oh no, Julie, no, don't touch it. <laughs> Why? It's, it's cursed. Oh, it is? <laughs> oh. It's bullshit. Yeah. The, and the curse is already making you look very bloated when you tried to put it on. So it's just oh, it's not worth it's you swollen. wearing. Yeah. Oh, do you it's feel swollen. swollen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like... I should run. You should do a lot. <laughs> I'm running away. Yes. Uh, so her mother... So she calls her mother-in-law to tell her she bought it. And when Evelyn tells her she's purchased the Hope Diamond, there's a friend there also who's listening, and she almost faints and yells out, It is a cursed stone! I don't believe in that, and I'm not going to let my friends touch it, so shut up. (laughs) They try to talk Evelyn out of it. Doesn't work. She's bought it. She's in. Yeah. Soon after, Ned's mother came down with a terrible cold. Ned flies her doctor back from North Carolina, who's on vacation. She dies. Wow. And then the friend dies right after her. Oh, dear. Yeah. Okay. Were they sneaking little? Well, they got a little loops. yappy. Like, don't buy yeah. the diamond. And Did the they, diamond's like, fuck you. Yeah, Shut it. your wow. goddamn mouth. Yeah. I like that the diamond, like, corners people when she's not around. <laughs> I understand you've been talking a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Hope Diamond. Say it to my goddamn shiny face. I just said you were a little cursed. Oh, really? Yes. Because now you're about to die. <laughs> Call in the dogs! You're oh, a- we only got camels? 
Bring in the camels. Eat this lady alive. Your Aunt Beth was curbed and eaten by camels. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. What a terrible. Curbed? Yeah, curb stops. And then the camels came over and ate? Yeah, once she was put out, yeah. I tell you, I really thought they were vegetarians. Camels? Yeah. Oh, no, they store a lot of meat in those humps. Okay. Yeah, those humps are mainly bacon. And they eat people. They love people. That's I had the thing no people. Camel thing you got to know about camels. They're very good in deserts. Uh-huh. They hydrate a lot before any journey. They uh-huh. love to spit and they will eat a human like it's a lasagna. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I guess dark. I just never, I never seen that. Um, the humps are basic. They are basically. I've, I saw a whole Attenborough thing on camels, and I never saw the. David the, Attenborough is a camel in a man suit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. Yeah. Now that makes sense. You read Breitbart? I am Breitbart. Yeah. Weird answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so right, she she dies, and her friend dies. And uh, the diamond is kept in the mansion during the day and then taken to a safe deposit box box at the company building at night. It just seems so dumb. Yeah. Ned bought a special car just to drive the diamond back and forth, and it had armed guards in it. I'm having trouble relating to these people. What? It's so fucking crazy that this is a thing you want. You it have just... a diamond car. Yeah. <laughs> a car for a diamond. You shouldn't be here. Part of me feels like maybe it's just the genius way to distract from the $100 million baby. Yeah. Like, which one do you go for? The rich baby or the diamond car? Well, you can't go for both. Or the baby's in the diamond car. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's just diamond code name. But yeah, I I mean, it just, at some point, it's like, I don't, it's cursed. It's extremely expensive. And it has to have its own car to go away every night. It's It's, like, you kind of own it, but it's also (laughs) kind of like weird. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, so after her mother-in-law's death, Evelyn had the Hope Diamond blessed in a church. That'll do it. I'll take care of it. Yeah. As the minister did it, lightning hit a tree across the street and the tree hey, fell down. Get the fuck out, actually. Now that I think about it. Actually, you guys get the fuck out right now. Do you understand me? Leave the church now. If anyone should object to the blessing of this diamond, speak. Oh, God. Okay, that's Alrighty. the big guy. You know, oh, that was actually Christ. Jesus walked off the crucifix. <laughs> uh, publicly, the host, the Hope Diamond, increases their fame. And in turn, that increased their concern someone would kidnap Vincent. Well, what do they do? Can you just go somewhere? Go away. You can afford to. Uh, guess what, guys? We put the cursed diamond on our $100 million baby. So you don't want to take him. You'd get yeah, cursed. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the yes, most expensive gem. Yes. Uh, he watched. Uh, he, he, Vincent's watched 24-7 by nurses and bodyguards. There's just always people around. Evelyn's father died, and she's grief-stricken. And she turned her old friend, Morphine. Wow. Okay. And once again, she's addicted. And she's also drinking a lot. Okay. And Ned's like, I, can Ned's I drink are, still? Ned's also always plowed. Oh, he is. I wasn't He's sure. He's never he... stopped. I'm okay. still, I still plan to eventually get sober, as promised. Once we're <laughs> married. At a future date. Once we, we get married. We are married, and someday we will also be married and sober, as yeah, advertised. Uh, yeah. As I said. We've been married for a decade. Yeah, but it's coming. The whole sober thing. Yeah, but we were, you're supposed to be sober. I well, am going to be. That's the cool thing. Like something we can look forward to in our older age. Well, we'll be dead because of the hope diamond. That might be when I sober up, when I die. I, I, we well, don't know. I, like I said, I'll just stop drinking when I die, baby. <laughs> 
it's not the best time to quit when your dad has just been torn apart by dogs, which again, I'm sorry about. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so she's drinking, he's drinking. She is so fucked up that she's she's not recognizing her own guests at party parties. Wow. And so to deal with this, Ned has a sanitarium built on the top floor of Friendship where she could recover. How about name tags? No, just build... <laughs> How about some name tags? Just build a sanitarium on top of the house. I mean... What else would you do? You know what? My wife is sick. Why don't they build a hospital in the house? I mean, you have too much money. Oh, wait. We'll she's not sick. This, she's drunk. We'll just build a sanitarium. Doctor, how bad is it? Well, she didn't recognize almost half of the 2,000 guests. Uh, well, we're just going to lock the door and keep you up here at night. <laughs> she... So she's in the house, so she ends up just meandering around the mansion, and she thinks that lizard monsters are crawling all over. Oh, uh, they're back! <laughs> so she's just junked up, drunked up, junked and drunked, she's thinking lizards are going to kill her. So, but eventually they... Good thing they got this diamond. Yes. Eventually they... She gets better... It was served in a monkey paw. <laughs> I don't know how much better she gets. Like, no one really, I could find, no one went into it, but. It's a pretty low bar. She becomes more functional again. <laughs> I think she's still. Drinking. Drinking. Yeah. I, I don't know if she's doing morphine, but she could have been. Sure. Like I, She's doing less feet. Like, she's still... just not seeing lizard monsters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we just want to get you a place where you're not seeing lizard I'm monsters. Try, the only thing I'm trying to quit is seeing lizards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can just move those out. Those were there to guard the baby and the jewel. Oh, yes. Lizard's out. Hello. It's been a pleasure to work with you. Oh, I'm sorry. The lizard monsters were real. Yes, we, I hired them. It's so great and such yeah, an Thank honor. you for coming. Thank you for coming. It's sad that it has to end this way, but um, if you ever have any... Sure. Other needs. Yeah. We'd love to be a part. All of us would just really form a bit of our own family and here. I, and I'd like to personally apologize for eating your dad. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I just did a couple of missteps. I mean, we knew going we in. We messed up a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, I mean, yes. you're lizard monsters. We no. knew going in. Can we so... just eat you before we go? Then? No. Okay. I'm all right. All right. What, do you have anything lined up? What's your next? Uh... Next thing, we're, well, we're not sure exactly, but uh-huh. we're, I mean, we're going to go try to live with some families in Dubuque. Okay. Yeah, That's they're nice. trying to freak a daughter out because she's engaged to an Italian man. Okay, well, yeah. that makes sense. You well, have just, fun with yeah. that. Yeah, it's good. You yeah. know, but it's just been a fun project. Yeah, project. I mean, yeah, good time. Really nice having you around. Anywho, I'm sober, so. Sex. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, for you, I mean. Just had such connection to this plot. We did. Yeah. We did. A little hug goodbye? Uh, how about if I just rub your belly? Oh, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ned's father, John R., came down with jaundice and incurable hiccups. Jaundice. <laughs> um, okay, and um, sorry, the last part again. <laughs> incurable hiccups? It's a nightmare. <laughs> I'm sorry, these are chronic hiccups. I would 100% believe it was diamond-related if someone I knew came down with it. Like, I would also, the doctor, I'd be like, what are you saying? He has forever hiccups. (laughs) Medically speaking, your father will never stop hiccuping. They're fatal. They are fatal hiccups. We think he has about 19,000 hiccups left before he passes. Oh, my God. I just got... I can't. Word from the doctor. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Turns it. Yeah. Boo! 
No, sorry, didn't. didn't, didn't, didn't. I thought that would do it. Yeah. God damn it. Have you tried holding your breath? And yeah, no, that's literally, if anyone says that again, I'm going to like lose my mind. I feel like I can have a regular life. No, you can't. I don't want Please. you to hear me. Love me. Jesus Christ, the curse is real. Love your you dad. You are a fucking nightmare. Love your father. Come here. I love you, son. There's something I have to tell you. God damn it. When you were a little boy, I hired an actor to play me because I was on the road. Where are the dogs? Please, please, please. Son, let's get close. I have to tell you something. Oh, there's a dog. <laughs> it's a real dog. We could be out. <laughs> If you say the hook diamond too many times, oh my God, row the dog shows perfect up. timing, buddy. Well done. Well done. <laughs> oh, that was great. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So he becomes paranoid. The dad. The dad also becomes on top of hiccups and uh, jaundice. So he's a yellow hiccuping so paranoid. A, yeah, he's guy. just a yellow hiccupman. And he barricades himself inside of his mansion because <laughs> he thinks Ned is trying to poison him. <laughs> <laughs> and if Ned goes over there, he threatens to shoot him. Okay. So Ned hires the Pinkertons. Oh my God! To help get him safely into the mansion, where he patches things up with his dad. Wow! So he has a Pinkerton like entourage. Who hasn't done that? Where you're not getting along with him your... to go see his hiccuping yellow dad that's barricaded himself in a room. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tale is all this time. I mean, the Pinkertons opened that door. They were like, he was fucking serious? I thought he was being like hyperbolic. This is fucking crazy, but this guy's actually yellow. Hello. <laughs> I'm quite yellow now. Hey. It's gotten worse. Love. My boy. So he dies on June 9th, 1960. He's going to hiccup for about another two years post-death. <laughs> um, the will. Does not leave the post and the inquirer to Ned. Instead, it's placed in a trust. Oh, interesting. So he did not trust Ned. Well, his estate could not be split up until 20 years after the death of his grandchildren. Oh. Wow. Okay. He clearly thought Ned was unfit to run the right, businesses, yeah. which is news to Ned because he had always told Ned for years, he would say to Ned, I'm holding the post just for you. Wow. Like, and then he, the will comes. He's like, oh, I didn't fucking, you were shit. Dear Ned. A lot of lies were told to you. <laughs> so Ned's very upset. Sure. He's only going to get an allowance. Aww. So they sue. Just like regular times. Yeah. They sue, and Ned become, ends up becoming co-trustee of he the estate. He sues who? His dead the hiccup trust. dad? Oh, okay. He sues the, the estate trust, and, and I assume the, whatever, you sue the will, whoever. I'm sure. suing his grandchildren. I'd like them all dead. <laughs> yes. They're kill. babies. I could just kill the kids, and then I get the fucking money. <laughs> yeah. And it's just waiting out that 20-year clock. We're going to let the kids play with the Hope Diamond for the afternoon. Um, so he sues. He gets. He becomes co-trustee of the estate and also editor-in-chief of the two newspapers. Okay, so really the will meant nothing. Yeah, I mean, basically he said my dad was crazy, and you can't really argue with that because he's John hiccuping and... Yeah. Locked in his yeah. house, you know. I want to make some chip fingers <laughs> for the will. The Pinkertons will back me up, and when have they ever not been trustworthy? Yeah. <laughs> so he actually steps in, becomes a little bit responsible at first. Okay. He turned the Post into a, from a very decent newspaper into a reactionary sophomore one hated right. by reporters. Right. Ned doesn't care about politics at all, which it's a DC paper, so right. that's not great. He loves ba- he loves baseball, hunting, and horse racing. He owns so many horse races that he bought land in Virginia and built a stable. Okay, training track. 
So, and I, there I hunt horses with Babe Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> My perfect day. <laughs> Uh, Authors Dan and Leslie uh, Lanigan uh, quote, McLean was a difficult man, charming, suspicious, changeable, a falling down drunk, a plausible liar, and a wanton womanizer. But really takes a turn for the last few. (laughs) They're like, he's great. Great hair, great attitude, beats his friends, takes money, real jerk off. Uh, I I do love the potpourri descriptions. Yeah, yeah. So he's seen in D.C. as like a kind-hearted buffoon. He's naive, right. a little bit of a playboy. Right. They love that there. Um, How long until he has a show on CNN Sundays? Soon. <laughs> so they have two more kids and a daughter. They have two more boys and a daughter. Okay. Ned and Evelyn start fighting a lot. Okay. Uh, at one point, she charters a yacht in a rage, and he sends 60 telegrams until she comes uh, back. You, you, <laughs> yacht chartering in a rage? Just shit you shouldn't have access to. Just, I just hate rich people yeah, so much. Yeah, it's like you much. can't make a getaway in a yacht like me. From, I need a yacht now. Hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're really fucking terrible. Like. Okay. These, this is, sounds a lot like two guys who have never slammed the door on a yacht behind them. That's, That's, yeah, right, That's right, true. That's true. Right. Uh, so uh, they start hanging out with Alice Roosevelt. Oh, boy, yeah. An episode right, on, right. and her husband at their house. Alice described it as a, quote, a general atmosphere of waistcoats unbuttoned, feet on the desk, and spittoons alongside. So it's just a lot of casual hanging out, drinking, and partying. And spitting. Uh, and spitting. Well, spitting was a thing. Yeah, I know. Forever. Yeah, we've covered parts And of it's this. coming back. It's coming <laughs> yeah, back. Finally. Um, this is where Ned met Senator Warren Harding. Uh-huh. Warren was married to Florence. She always badgered him, and she had an angry voice, and she'd poke until he exploded in rage and yelled, quote, God damn it, shut up! <laughs> and then she'd shut up for a while. <laughs> That was their relationship. It's okay. beautiful. Yeah, his love is crazy. Uh, Warren kept whiskey in his office desk drawer, and sure. he and Ned hit it off. Right, yeah, they have whiskey in the they have, yeah, drawer whiskey. Yes. In 1919, <laughs> I'm despite... I'm assuming it was in something. It wasn't just sloshing around there on its own. <laughs> no, no, it was in a flask. Like a punch ball? <laughs> you just dip a straw yeah. down into the... Hey, let's put drawer. two cups in here. You are. Wipe the bottom. <laughs> I love whiskey. I love whiskey. I hate my wife. I hate your wife. <laughs> In 1919, despite people always watching him, Vincent got away from his valet and ran into the street, was hit by a car, and killed. Wow. What? So he was just hammered without his valet? No, no this is the boy. Oh, no. Vincent. Oh, no. I'm so he sorry I hit your boy. child. I got distracted by that diamond he was wearing. Oh, my God. He's the most guarded kid in the fucking and world. And someone let him. I mean, a man. Oh, they, my God. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible that he died, but I also I do feel for the valet. Oh, yeah. Who was probably like, you know, I've told this So am I going to stay on here or? You need to run into the woods and dig a hole uh, okay. and get in that hole and you'll live there from now on. Go will now I get a, before they're will back. Will I get a weekly check? You will get nothing. Go live in a hole now. That'll be your life. Do you understand? Can I? No. Uh, can I get you should be going. a letter you should of be going. recommendation? For what? For your next what? Job? Yes. You killed the. You killed I didn't Vince. kill him. Yes, you did. He was a runner. Yeah, hey, he's, he's a, a child. Here's a crazy. To watch him. Here's a crazy idea. As the driver of the car, maybe we swap lives. And oh, that's not how it works. No, I don't think swapping I like lives. That. Apparently, no, we, we like parent that. trap them. 
Yeah. But with the driver and the valet. He's the valet now. I'm the driver. I'm the valet. I'm the driver. There's no child to pair. There's no parent trap. There'll be more. We can find another child. You bought one before. Replacing the child? What yeah. if we rent a lookalike? Yes. All right. Now we're finally getting somewhere, goddammit. Okay. For a while, this conversation was directionless. Now we're talking about buying a child to make that child. A one that looks similar. It's cl- very close. And Anne will answer to Vincent. I mean, basically, I got you a new child, like a better one, like an upgrade. Where the hell are we going to get a kid? We just buy one like we do. We don't have enough time. One of us might have to dress up like the kid. And we might have to spray paint his tail if it's a different color. Great. Well, I think we're in a good spot. Uh, <laughs> that's what matters. <laughs> so, so the McLeans were at the Kentucky Derby when this happened. Um Many now are like, look, the Hope Diamond's a fucking curse. Yeah, it's I mean, at what curse. point you give in? Evelyn keeps it close by, usually tucked Why? under sofa cushions. <laughs> what? That's where you keep a diamond. Well, the Hope Diamond treated like a quarter that fell through your couch? She wore There's it. a few nickels, some quarters, the Hope Diamond, some gum, tums, uh, some grass. Oh, there's the remote. Uh, there's the remote. <laughs> we found the Apple remote. <laughs> she wore it at parties... With the star of East Diamond and another diamond. She, she had wear, three I, diamonds. Not, what, what, she like, looks like she's from another planet. Yeah, she looks crazy. She's like from Krypton. Two of the curses cancel each other out, but then <laughs> the third is kind of a free-floating curse. And I just want everyone to know I'm wearing a cursed diamond, so if you want to laugh, leave a circle around me. <laughs> She wore it to the races while swimming on an Arctic fishing trip. She even wore it during minor surgery once. I'll just put it here. <laughs> Rest the diamond on my appendix, and then we won't have to take it out. I mean, what in the fuck? Uh, it just is. I mean, it is just. It is obviously just affluence out of control. Yes. Yeah. So it's someone who just cannot recognize reality, and and has no. I think I would say has no idea of self. Like doesn't right. know what. Cheese. Yeah, I mean, I look, obviously, like, a, you know, I don't believe a thing or an item can be cursed. However, if someone told me it was cursed and then everyone around me started dying, I yeah. would be like, I think oh, I'm maybe. done. Yeah, it's not great. I'm not, uh, yeah. not going to wear it anymore instead yeah. of being like, ooh, but I want it for post-op. <laughs> <laughs> or potentially the people who are rich enough to buy it inevitably are at the top of the tower and it's like where can I go but up right. down, down right. all the yeah, way down, down. Right. Yeah. oh it must be a curse yeah right. Marie Antoinette it can't be my sure. choices Marie Antoinette is not I know, a curse right? of a diamond I know I know if it weren't for that nasty diamond <laughs> <laughs> um she sometimes put it on her Great Dane, and he wore it around. <laughs> what the fuck? Just... Sometimes I hang it over his tail to cover his butthole. When he gets a heart on, <laughs> I put it on there. Uh, it was said, I don't believe this, but it was some people said Vincent had it in his pocket when he was hit by the car. Sure. Which he could have, but they were at the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. I bet it was in the safe. But still. But if it wasn't, I could see him pulling it out from the sofa. I mean, we would it. know if the kid had the diamond, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would think I think so. they'd be like, oh, my God. No, I put it on the horse that broke its leg during the first round <laughs> at the Derby. <laughs> so I can prove it was elsewhere. You can prove it. So, Horses love carrots. <laughs> so, so after the death, and because he's friends with Harding, Ned throws himself into politics. Good. 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 
He's got the perspective we need to be engaged and understanding to the common That's man. right. He helps Harding using his newspaper. I'm just like you. When I have someone who doesn't really feel connected to the world, I build a sanitarium at the <laughs> top of my castle. <laughs> We're all suffering in the same way. Just how you want some health care. I know what that's like. I built a hospital at my home. <laughs> And we have to tackle the greatest threat facing our nation. Diamond curses. Diamond we all curses. agree. We all agree. How what will we do? What will we do to stop diamond curses? And why do people have to pay for their own bowling alley maintenance? Thank you. We need a stimulus that says these lanes will get greased on our behalf. What we came up with is that bowling alleys will be tax-free. Alright. Woo! Hard again, me. Hard again. Come on, everyone. So uh, he helps him with his papers. The McLeans would uh, were often by his side during campaign stops, and Harding wins. Okay. And Ned is rewarded by being put in charge of the inaugural uh, festivities. Sure. A but huge his dick. plans are fucking crazy, over-the-top, fancy, huge. Yeah. And What's all- your dragon budget <laughs> for the event? Just so I'm sort of trying to get the nuts and bolts. But... Warren ran on austerity. How much gold do you think everyone will eat per person? All of it. Okay, great. Warren had run on austerity, so right. the other guys in his party are like, dude, you can't fucking do this. This is crazy. So Warren finally goes, okay, no inaugural. They just do it at the White House with a small reception. Sure. Well, just a couple friends and a dragon. Something <laughs> yeah. tiny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Uh, and then Harding puts friends in his cabinet. And Ned was made... I want it. Let us out of here, you son of a bitch. You stay <laughs> no, in there. I'm the president. I've nailed it shut. And you're not coming out of there until you agree I'm the best one in the friend group. So Ned was made special agent of the Justice Department. He got a code book, an ID badge, an so ID card instead, to badge. Instead, he was going to play at a party, and instead he's like, you know, no party. Do you just want to be the head of what the... Of law? Yeah, the <laughs> Can law I be a fancy that. cop? Yes. Absolutely. Yay! Here's I have no experience. That's what we love about I'm you. I'm rich. That's right. You're going to understand what it's like to need to... I'm going to shoot this guy. Oh, well, great. Don't... Go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm a cop. I can do that. All right. Let's not just shoot everyone like I that. I shot Don't a dog. Don't shoot him. Jesus. I shot a boy. Oh, my God. I'm a cop. <laughs> Bang. Oh, someday you'll fit right in. Nobody prosecutes me. Uh, I'm really loving that he deputized the lizard people, though. They're, that's working out. <laughs> Gangbusters. Uh, so Ned is still a party boy, obviously. Sure. It was rumored he drugged a post reporter and took him on an ocean liner because he wanted company on the trip. What? Uh, hey. What the hell? What, yeah. Where am I? The uh, hell's going on? We're going what? to Morocco. Ned? Yes. What the hell are you doing I, here? Well, I Wait, wanted... Wait, what did you say? We're going to Morocco. We had a boat? Yeah. What the fuck? Where the fuck is my family? Are oh. my family on the boat? No, no. They're at home. I didn't... They shouldn't be here. Uh, it's for us. It's the an The last thing trip. I remember was you said you needed a moment of my time, and then we yes. had a drink. Uh-huh. I, dr- I put uh, drugs inside the drink and knocked you out. What? Why? And then I had my bodyguards carry you here, Why? and now you're on a boat. I need a friend. I'm going to Morocco. I don't, don't want to do it alone. Common. Well, we're going to get to know each other. I... What do you know about lizard people? This is not a good foundation to start a friendship upon. Oh, this is how most of my friendships start. 
classically, it's usually work friends, uh, you Who's know, like guy? gym friends, and then drugged ocean liner friends. I, I I drugged him too. Yeah, he drugged me he and brought me to the gym. The post. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's a lot of guys here from the post. Hello, Das. <laughs> Where was the sports reporter? Who's running the paper? Nate tried to kill us. Hey, we got to get you into bowling league. It's a tax write-off thing mainly, but you'll fit right in. I have a bowling alley on the boat. <laughs> Another gutter ball. So, uh, in bars, Ned enjoyed knocking guys' hats off and stomping on them, and then his bodyguards would wait. And, How great and, a game was that? And then reimburse the... Hey! <laughs> now you can go buy another one! This game is awesome. Everybody wins. <laughs> I'm in charge of legal affairs. <laughs> so Ned and the president became drinking buddies, obviously. They uh, would lead the Secret Service on car chases. Right. They it's watched to work. shows at Gaty Burlesque from a concealed box. Ned wants From a pe- concealed box. Roll us in. <laughs> Put us in the coffin. <laughs> Ned once peed in a fireplace at the White House. What? He owned a... Hey, this place fucking sucks. <laughs> I feel like the only other president who did it that was Trump. <laughs> but he did it daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long until you guys are getting the urinal? He owned a house on 8th Street that connected to the McLean mansion next door, and he rented it to Attorney General Harry, Harry Doherty. So it's a party house okay. with a regular delivery of confiscated liquor because it's prohibition. Oh, wow, right. And businessmen came to buy political favors. Doherty estimated they had up to 500 visitors a day. Oh, my God. We're going to need help getting this liquor off the street. <laughs> just, we can't just pour it in the, into the sewers. We, you no, know, we need men to drink. Process it. The level of drinking during Prohibition was insane. arguably the same amount of drinking or maybe oh, more. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's Because it became, anything. yeah, right. <laughs> Ed, like, part of me thought, like, maybe some people were like, damn it. But everybody was just like, we'll just keep drinking. We'll just keep going. Right. Ned nicknamed this house the Love Nest. So that means there's fucking going on. There were two poker games a week at the White House or at one of Ned's houses. Florence made drinks and cooked for the gamblers. Since Warren and Ned loved golf so much, Ned built a nine-hole golf course at Friendship. The sod was imported from Switzerland. Oh, my God. Neither was very good at golf, so Ned hired a full-time tutor for $10,000 a year. Oh, my God. Oh, it's just too much. The staff just is too much. Fucking rich people. Yeah, I mean, but this is on a level where, I mean, this is just unreal. It's no different than business no, going no, to the fucking no. moon. No, but I mean, as far as like, gen, there's general there's general r- being rich, which is, again, I mean, it should be more uh, stabilized and balanced. But then there is this level where yeah. it's just like, you know, the, like, you, the, I mean, I'm not saying we need to blow people up, but <laughs> you know what I mean? like, eh, it's a little out of control. It's like we need to make some... A lesson or example at some point sure. to say this isn't okay. I'm yeah. waiting for Ned to pitch that they call themselves the regulators. I'll be Ned Dog, you're Warren G. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a whole <laughs> club. <laughs> we'll laugh. The Anti-Saloon League noticed Ned was a big part of the president's life and wrote a public warning that was published in Auto Piano Weekly. Yeah, which obviously <laughs> is where you put a lot of important <laughs> stories like that. Hey, uh, we need a political column for the... Uh, we're pretty booked in the magazine this month. Uh, <laughs> article-wise, we are loaded. There's a lot, a lot of fun stuff going on in here. 
What, um, uh, what other articles do you have in Auto Piano Weekly? We have Tempo Oh No. That's uh, trying to fix the, the clicks on your metronomes. Absolutely. Oh. That's uh, a lot of it, obviously. Uh-huh. We've got a lot of pictures of uh, pianos. Uh-huh. Uh, we do a whole thing on wires. Uh, yeah. Piano wires. Yeah. You know, there's piano wires and pianos. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, so there's a lot of that. Um, we actually, in this edition, are breaking down every key, what we'd name it, and what uh-huh. its purpose is. Okay. Uh, that takes a while, because I don't know, do you know how many keys are on a piano? Four, 40. Over a thousand. A thousand. And um, so we're doing that. Um, then, obviously, we have uh, Mr. Autotune. Mm-hmm. Uh, every month we have uh, a guy who's really good at that, and we just have him in a suit or something. It's uh-huh. a big picture. It's a layout. Uh-huh. Uh, these guys are excited to get that. Uh, we do a lot of stuff talking about the pedals. Pe- which pedal's better? You know, out of the three, we what's, take polls. Uh, what's your circulation? We have, well, I, I, you, how many are we making or how many people are subscribing to the publication? How many people are subscribing? Outside of the people who work for it. Yeah. And their families. Yeah. And their friends. Yeah. And the families. Yeah. Yeah, there's not anyone because this is a paper for a family. Oh, oh. Yeah, this is a family paper for uh, pia- piano people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Automatic piano people. Automatic piano people, uh, right. which is very different than the standard piano. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe we can do something the next five months. <laughs> it's really tight right now. It really is. It's nuts. It's nuts. Now, it's this nuts. article uh, called Tommy, Go to Your Room, what is that? That's a letter I wrote to my son. He was being a real uh-huh. asshole, if uh-huh. I'm being totally honest. Sure. I found out he was putting his vegetables out the window at uh-huh. dinner not eating them. Yeah. So this is my way of telling him through the publication that he sure. needs to go upstairs and okay. sleep it off. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is piano related. It seems like a family newsletter. It is a paper for piano auto people family members. Yeah. Are, yep. you, are you the only auto piano people family? I'm really the only one who's doing any of it. The rest of the family doesn't love it. Does anyone else in the family read it? Anyone read it? I don't. They don't really get it. They yeah. have it. They're given it. Yeah. They're given it. Yeah. They're given it. Yeah. And they're told to read it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a big thing. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. It sounds yeah. like it. It's yeah. great. No, it sounds really Thank you. big. Thank you. Anyway, I need this letter published to the president. Oh, here we are. Back to square one. It's going to be a while. <laughs> So uh, this article in Auto Piano Weekly mentioned Ned by name and said he was supposed to have the, quote, most extensively stocked seller in Washington. Wow. So, so Ned's not exactly subtle. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're, yeah, it's, it's... About his drinking. It's egregious. Yes. Right. He has a pet seal that he gives whiskey to every day. Well, uh, I don't want to... Uh, by the way, there's a lot of people who have made the accusations that I have a pet seal. and uh, You do. And I do I've not. I've seen it. I do not. Yeah. And he certainly doesn't drink whiskey. Yes. Now... He's a Scotchman. <laughs> let's dig into what you just said. Uh, Ned had a pet seal uh-huh. that he drank whiskey with. Yes. Right. Okay. Um... Now, as far as laws go, uh-huh. there are none? Mm-mm. Okay, great. Just want to make sure. Nope. None. Yeah. Whiskey's just like ocean water. Uh, they had a small house in Palm Beach, and when he was there Great once, climate for a seal. He gave whiskey to a trained bear and then took it to a dance hall and tried to get women to dance with it, and they wouldn't, so he finally gave them money so they would dance with the drunk bear. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> You had to be stopped earlier, and you weren't. But uh, so uh-huh. it's really on a level that's not okay, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
You can't. It's super not. You okay. just like these are all things independently you couldn't do, and yeah. this is over the course of one night that he got a bear drunk. Yeah. And when people are like, "Holy shit, there's a bear here!" He's like, "Relax, I'll pay you to dance with it." <laughs> he made like a bear strip club, kind of. Yeah, well, the girls. You want a private dance? The girls. No just, touching the bear. They didn't want to dance with it because they were like, "It's, I, a, it's bear. a fucking drunk bear." No, no, and then no, he's like, drunk. "Here's a thousand dollars." Okay. I'll drunk? dance with the bear. No. Don't worry, it's drunk. He's not going to make proper decisions right now. <laughs> the bear's hammered. He's not going to know what he's doing. This was reported widely, like all over the country. Even the piano magazine. Yeah. And then there's, of course, plenty of rumors about sex workers and ladies coming to the love nest. With right. the drunk bear? No, the drunk <laughs> okay. bear's gone. We're gone. How much for you to fuck the bear? <laughs> Do a little more than dance. Yeah. <laughs> so the bear enjoys the dance, and he's wondering if maybe anybody wants to go up there and run around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're asleep. Let's no. go to see the bear. Let's go. Hey. What's this? What's this? Uh-huh. You, me, uh-huh. could be friends, the mm-hmm. bear. Mm-hmm. We go upstairs. We all get our clothes off, and well, the bear keeps his fur on. He's not going to touch you. He's just going to watch you and the bear, to be clear. Yeah. It's, it's nothing weird. Nothing weird. You, I'll go into my little box that I go and watch movies in. It's a coffin with eye holes cut out. It's not crazy. Won't even, yeah. And it'll be stood up properly, not in the way that you would do it at a funeral. <laughs> Christ, so I got whiskey! Can't whiskey and another couple ladies who might sleep with this bear. So the bear killed two women. We're looking for another two. <laughs> so, Ned and Evelyn are fighting. And the Over pa- what? <laughs> and the papers are writing about it. <laughs> then on August 2nd, 1923, the president suddenly died of a cerebral hemorrhage. Wow. Did the, he touch the diamond? <laughs> yes, right. The McLeans are very Put upset. Put it on the back of my neck for a minute. <laughs> the McLeans are very upset. They leave D.C. They tell Florence to stay in the Friendship House. You stay at Friendship. Well, she does, but she's trying to save her husband's reputation, and she's burning hundreds of documents in the fireplace. The seal's handing them to her. <laughs> Thank you. More. Hurry. We've got to get rid of the evidence. There's a bear! <laughs> so... It doesn't matter. Look, the stories of his affairs hit the press. Like, he's sure. just a womanizer. Everyone finds out about right. it. The, uh, now, the government had set aside oil reserves for the Navy's use. Right. And the Secretary of the Interior, Albert Fall, took a bribe and leased the lands without bids. Okay. This is the Teapot Dome scandal. Okay. And Fall asked Ned, when people start sniffing around... He, to say, you loan me $100,000. Okay. So he can say that's where the money came from to cover the bribe, right? For sure, take that. And Ned's like, yeah, I'll do that. That's a good idea. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That's have you met my bear? The oh. seal? And I have a seal in the bear. Oh. I think those lizard guys are real, but I don't oh. know. Crazy shit happened last night. <laughs> Fuck, a bear killed the seal, man. Nobody <laughs> could see it coming. <laughs> Relationships with beach balls. It's dumb of me to give him one bottle of whiskey and then they follow. I didn't believe in the hope time and cursed until a bear killed my sail. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, he says he'll cover and say he gave the guy $100,000. Who would take that deal? I know, but they're all friends. And anyway, the Senate investigates. I'm good. A ton of wires they find out are be sent back and forth between the Washington Post, Ned's office, uh-huh. where his assistant, and Ned in Palm Beach, and they're all coded. Uh-huh. 
the messages were from his I assistant. also like milky cereal. <laughs> Maybe we make sure it's extra milky and there's not a lot of cereal in the bowl. I mean, they're just jumbled words. The air bay ucked fay another way, <laughs> ostitute pray. <laughs> End wait. same or may. These are bad. <laughs> this is not a good code. <laughs> the messages are all about the illegal deals. Evelyn told, tells Ned, don't go to the Senate. Don't. I'll go to the Senate. Baby. Don't go. Don't go, go to the baby. Senate. I'll take the bear and we'll go. I'll take the bear and we'll wear the diamond. The bear's going <laughs> to drive in the diamond car. Yeah, dri- how sober are you? <laughs> You could drive. Seems right. better than He's I am. Drive. <laughs> one senator. The bear th- makes a seal noise now. FYI. Now one senator thinks Ned is lying about the loan because he heard Ned is broke. Okay. And first Ned ducks the. I, I mean, he's broke. Yeah. This he's is broke. Brewster's millions. It really is. <laughs> so Ned Ned ducks the uh, you know the the what do you call it a uh, subpoena subpoena. Uh, he says he has a sinus infection. <laughs> I can't do a subpoena. My nose hurts. <laughs> so, you know how it goes. Good to see you. Uh, he has his lawyers and his connections in D.C. Your Honor, my client has a stuffy nose. <laughs> what else he going to do? What are you, barbaric? You want the man to come here? He's not an animal. The man next to him is. That's his bear. That's a bear. <laughs> He's doing the seal thing lately because he ate. Your Honor, <laughs> can we stop typing for a minute, darling? Uh, Your Honor, a um, the bear ate his seal. Off the record. Off the record, and that's why his nose hurts. <laughs> there he is. So, okay. Well, there it is. Is he hiccuping? He is hiccuping. <laughs> yeah, he saw my dad do it. My dad uh, died from hiccuping. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Well, I'm going to have to take a look at his will. I know that. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Am I the lawyer now? Um, so he has his lawyers and connections in D.C. try to cover things up, but the activity just makes the senators more suspicious. They really were. They weren't buying the stuffy nose stuff? Yes. But the, the investigation is going absolutely nowhere. Okay. And one senator gets really focused on dead. On net, okay. And... Ned can't handle this. He can't handle the stress. He puts on weight. His face looks haunted. He's morose. He's withdrawn. Okay. And then Ned goes to fall, and he said, "I've done as much as I can, but I'm going to tell the truth now." Oh God, bad time. And there's a senator coming down to interview Ned because he won't go to Washington. So Ned tells him the truth, and the senator's just totally shocked. Like it's the Teapot Dome scandal. He just Is drops it. it you didn't know lap. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you knew. They had absolutely nothing, and we're about to end the hearings. And oh, my just God. He just fucking squealed. Oh, he no. just squealed. You got to be a come on. Dumps the whole thing in their laps. He confessed he hadn't lent and fall the money. It breaks open the whole scandal. And it's the biggest scandal in American history and uh-huh. up until, like, Watergate. Right. So Ned's, Ned then goes to testify in front of the Senate, and he just looks fucking dumb. Hi. He said things like, quote, I've read so many of these telegrams. My head is dizzy, Senator. I'm trying to figure them out. Like, they're... Oh, sentences. he's... Oh, God. Yeah, he just looks like a fucking idiot. Right. In the telegrams, Ned was called T-K-V-O-U-E-P, or the Chieftain, or the Big Bear. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or seal owner. <laughs> yeah. So Ned becomes a laughing stop stock in the country as his messages are published in newspapers. Right. So his texts are out there. Everyone just thinks he's yeah, his right. texts are out there, everyone just thinks he's a fucking idiot. Right. 
Both Evelyn and Ned are now heavily drinking, and they've got serious money problems. Okay. Jesus. So when Ned needs money, he would just go to the Washington Post and take it, cash. That's how it works. In one year, he took $90,000. That's how it works, though. Is you, that you, how it works? Your business is a bank. I, yes, just catch, right. I just catch the paper boys on their way back in from outside. <laughs> give me those. <laughs> He's got the bear. Hey, what do you so. got, Timmy? What do you got? Uh, 50, $9 give it to me. and eight Give six. it to me. Give me a fucking That's money. That's all I have. Okay. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my wife probably won't be able to wait until she sees us nine dollars and eight cents. Woo, we're back. I Who mean, wants to buy the Hope Diamond? I mean, in today's money, that's about three million dollars that he's just taking in cash sure. from the post. Sure. He's also blatantly having an affair. Great. So they sue each I'm other. I'm fucking the bear. <laughs> So they sue each other's divorce in 1925. Ned's drinking like crazy. He goes to Mexico and sends her divorce papers. Then he sends more from Latvia inside a Christmas package decorated with reindeer and holly. I want to send her divorce papers for Christmas, too. <laughs> it's got to be nice. <laughs> Can you put some holly on there also? Uh, these are divorce papers? Yeah. Okay. And then the, oh, with a little reindeer. I hope, hope, hope you rot in hell. <laughs> Being so, a dasher and dancer and my attorney, <laughs> Leonard Feinstein. Hello, I don't know why he set it up like that, but we are here to serve you. So Evelyn uses her lawyers to block it. They somehow remain married. Okay. <laughs> I don't. This part I don't understand. Like, I kept reading this over again. And I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? Okay. In 1929, Evelyn takes the kids and leaves, moving into a little house on 8th Street. A close friend of Ned says he's just totally upset, said he was, quote, like a ship without a rudder. He didn't give a damn where he went or what he did. Sure. But they're still married. They're officially still married. And sure. they have other kids than Vincent? They just three were, more, yeah. Oh, okay. And just know, they're like, those are not worth a goddamn thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, terrible rumors are circulating about Ned now because he's the last. Terrible stock. rumors is the house he's staying in, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> The peeing in the White House fireplace is one of the rumors. I was too tired. Who else is going to put it out? (laughs) I thought the fire was spreading. You're welcome. I saved the White House. I mean, imagine pissing in a White House fireplace. I scared the fire kick, my bear. (laughs) People said he had, quote, urination syndrome and had also peed on the leg of the Belgian ambassador. Hello, this is how we say hi here. I think I like it. Hello there, sir. He went to L.A. for a few months where he had an affair. I'm on the Hollywood land side. <laughs> where he had an affair with Rose Doras. She was the sister of a famous actress who was the mistress of Ned's friend, William Randolph Hearst. Oh, that's cute. Ned brought Rose to D.C. and introduced her to staffers at the Post in what was an incredibly awkward meeting. That is a bold move. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so we need 90 grand. <laughs> Hello! How's everyone's article? <laughs> now, Needing Money tries to sell the post, but Evelyn blocks it because she wants her boys to inherit it. Okay. She also tried to get Ned removed as co-trustee of his father's estate. She said he was broke, and he had borrowed $100,000 against a property to go on a trip to Rose with Rose to Europe, where he then ran out of money in Paris and borrowed more money from the hotel. I lo- I to see. buy another dot cursed diamond. <laughs> <laughs> always running out of money in France. Yes. Uh, it yes. always seems here. I don't know how it happens. I know how this works. Don't worry. I've been here before. It's very now, easy. Why did I buy a third bear? <laughs> 
There's so many bears now. Oh my god, I bought a fifth bear. <laughs> Just keeps waking up. Uh, I got so drunk, I bought another bear last uh, night. Sir, you said to get the bear eaten. Yes, no, I said we're going to Paris. Oh, I my just, God. Jesus. Honey, why are there six bears in the other hotel room? Well, to be fair, I only bought four of them. <laughs> and then apparently late last night, I ordered two more. Oh. My eyes were bigger <laughs> than my tummy. <laughs> So um, he ends up being hospitalized in Paris for like alcoholic reasons. This room's only for bears. This is a bear room. Uh, Evelyn finally sues Ned for divorce, claiming desertion and non-support, which was granted in 1932. Okay. Now, same year, 1932. Boy, Rose 1st. really caught him at his apex, didn't she? She really did. Really, God, he knows when to set, land it. <laughs> Uh, on March 1st, 1932, the Lindbergh baby was kidnapped, right. and because of the threats made to kidnap Vincent, Evelyn is, like, emotionally attached to it, very upset. So she reaches out, reaches out to conman and ex-FBI agent Gaston Means from episode 293, and he said he could find out where the baby was, but he'd need $100,000 for ransom and 4000 for personal expenses. Oh, this guy. So she hawks the diamond to pay for him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Means, uh, Means strings her along for six weeks. He said he was negotiating with the kidnapper, who he said was named the Fox. I got him. He's the Fox, and I'm talking to him right now. You didn't even send in the bear? <laughs> Not now, Ned. Not now, buddy. <laughs> then Means asked for another 35000 and Evelyn realizes close. she's being conned, and Peter. she calls out. to. She reaches out to J. Edgar Hoover, who then Means goes down. Okay. The Lindsberg baby's already dead. Right. So Means is convicted of fraud. As far as hawking the diamond, she, like, the story said she did it many times and then would get it back. So she's always hawking the diamond and getting it back at this point when she's broke. So Ned has to give up control of the post because he was borrowing so much money. They're finally like, okay, dude, you're killing the fucking, I mean, the paper's paper's, almost gone. It's fucked at this point. We can't afford ink. Um, Four days after he has to give up control, the paper's auctioned off. Wow. Because that's how much money he sucked out of it. Wow. On June 1st, 1933. Evelyn bid for it, but up until 625000 and then she couldn't bid anymore. The new owner who bought uh, he called it, he called the paper, quote, mentally, morally, physically, and in every other way, bankrupt. <laughs> he Ned bought- was just wobbling next to him. Like, yeah, I don't know, last guy. I don't know, know what he's doing too much. I, I said, the one who saved it, and I said, there's a lot was, we needed a section about bears, just bear news. What's going this on guy, with bears? This guy thinks he knows how to run a paper. Bears are dancing with ladies in Florida. We're not covering. Who knows this man? <laughs> I have five bears, and they're very interesting, and they should have a paper. Someone shoot this man. Bear Weekly. <laughs> tired. You're tired? I'm going to sleep. What? Now here on it's your a, feet. But you just, this man's asleep on my feet. I bid 800000 My God, he's pissing. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I'm wet like a seal. Where's my seal? Do you know him? Oh, God. Christ. That's what he sounded like. Okay. I miss everybody. All right. There's going to be. The Lindbergh baby. Oh, my God. His breath is unreal. So just two, this guy who bought it for 800,000. Yeah. Just two years earlier had offered Ned 5 million. Oh, my God. That's what Evelyn blocked. 
Oh my God. <sighs> so this guy was like, boy, your drinking really helped me out. A couple days after the auction, a reporter tracked down Ned. He was now in a hospital in Montreal that treated alcoholics, quote, undergoing treatment. Okay. Evelyn had Ned declared insane and committed him to a sanitarium. In the attic. In the attic. (laughs) He loves attics. (laughs) Turn around. (laughs) The last eight years of his life were spent in an insane asylum where he denied he was Ned McLean. That's not who I am. I'm Batman, you idiot. Anybody who... Said he was Ned, he got violent with. Wow. I'm not fucking Ned! Did he have a name that he came up Bert! with? No, he no, didn't. He didn't. Have a name. No, no. That'd be great. He died of a heart attack in 1941 at 55 years oh old. Oh, God, he lived hard. And uh, he cut Evelyn out of his will. He out left. Of whose will? He didn't have a will. Uh, yeah, he wasn't right. Ned. He uh, left $300,000 to a mistress. Evelyn would not write. Rose? Not Rose? I don't know if it was Rose okay. or not. I just said a mistress. Um, I doubt it. Okay. Evelyn wrote a book and called Ned, quote, a queer, queer fellow was this Ned McLean that I had married. She described him as unearned wealth in undisciplined hands. Hmm. She remained for the rest of At her the life. At funeral, there's like eight bears in the back. <laughs> the bears have really taken his eye. And now an interpretive dance to see Ned off. <laughs> I finally understand what he saw in this. <laughs> the priest has been eaten by one of the cubs. That's fine. Okay. Reporters? Um, Cub reporters? Or the... Yes, okay, that's right. Yes, he was okay. a reporter. Yes, yes. Um, she remained, she was still the matriarch of Washington society for her whole life. Okay. She would wear the Hope Diamond all the time. Wow, this person. Um, their daughter... Name one bad thing it did. <laughs> Thank you. Their daughter wore the Hope Diamond at her wedding to Senator Robert Reynolds. Wow. It was his fifth marriage. Sure. He was 57. She was 19. Great. It sounds like the diamond's already working its magic. He was a Nazi apologist, huh. co-owner of a fascist anti-Semitic paper. Great. Great. Six years later, uh, Evelyn's daughter committed suicide by ah. drinking laudanum. By what? Laudanum. Ah. Evelyn never got over it. Her money issues took a toll. She died a few months later on April 26, 1947, of pneumonia. I don't believe in the curse. She was said to be wearing the Hope Diamond at Uh, the time. Oh, my God. It was sold to jeweler Harry Winston to pay Evelyn's estate taxes. He donated the gem to the Smithsonian Institute. Some say the tragedy in her life was due to the Hope Diamond. Others say, no, it's alcoholism and being rich and everything else. Well, it's clearly the diamond. The Hope Diamond is now valued at $200 million. Don't touch it. Is that, it's still and the it's Smithsonian, safe, Smithsonian? Smithsonian? Yeah, Smithsonian has it. Well, that Winston guy owns it, but he, it's in the Smithsonian. Right. It's safely residing in the nation's capital where nothing is being cursed. Yep. <laughs> right. Everything's been good. That's Everything's it. Been good. That's it. <laughs> Man, if we realized the key to solving all this is just getting the Hope Diamond into the ocean. Can we just move it? <laughs> um, wow. Sources, uh, Dan and Leslie, Landrigan, uh, Bar Harbor, Babylon, Bill Hogan, the article Losing It, uh, PBS.org, and the Washington Post. Thanks to your dog. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, good, uh, good timing with the dog. And thank you, the Lord. Above, you're a man. You have a beard. You are mandals. You're in the clouds. You've decided all of it. We are all part of your plan, and it's going really, really well. We're excited to see it through. And we're all going to be seeing you real, real soon, champ. Thanks, everybody. 
Go to dollarpodcast.com for some tickets. Bye.